Jesus, we thank you for your mercies. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your grace. We thank you that in this year we are not missing you. We thank you that you are anointing our eyes with eyes out, that we will see every well of water. We thank you for the grace to pay the price for every idea, for every dream, for every burden you have placed upon our heart. We thank you that you will never leave us nor forsake us. You are ever present help. We thank you for boldness because we know that the wicked flee when no one pursues, but the righteous, we the righteous, we are as bold as a lion. We thank you that we will not be at ease in Zion, but we will be restless. We thank you for every good thing that we have in Christ Jesus. We thank you that we can call you our Father, that you call us your children. We pray and may Christ alone be exalted in our discussion tonight. In the name of our Lord Jesus, Amen. Well, we thank God for this opportunity to meet again and share fellowship with His Word. And I hope that we are working, we are using the grace and the talents and the anointings that God has invested upon us. Because when He returns, He's not come to look for the talents, but come to look for the prophets or the fruits from the seeds he has given us. Tonight we are starting a new series and Benji is going to take us through tonight's series. Thank you very much for this opportunity and it's my prayer that the name of the Lord be exalted. Um, tonight is a very um, exciting night and we thank God for what he has done for us so far. We want to start a new series, one that I believe is quite fascinating and also interesting. I believe it's also um, quintessential in our lives, even as believers, not just as believers, but I believe um, every fraternity of um, human living um, needs to deliberate on this subject. So for tonight, the title of the series that we will be considering is forgiveness it's forgiveness and though to some of us it might seem as um a trivial issue but i don't really think it is so because um forgiveness i believe um, plays a very important role in our lives and i've come to believe even in my small uh, or let me say my short stay on it, I have come to know that forgiveness is very important. It's almost indispensable in our lives and in our daily living. Yes, and it is one of the um, topics that um, the Lord laid on my heart for us to share and also gain understanding and depth in it. All right, so I want to delve straight into our topic for tonight and. When you go through the scriptures, um, you find that forgiveness is actually one of the, let me say, the attributes of God. And it is through forgiveness that we are who we are as Christians. 
through the sacrificial act of God and He forgiving us of our sins through Jesus Christ is what has made us Christians or believers who we are today. And it is one of the cornerstones of our beliefs as Christians. And I believe um, forgiveness is not only for Christians, but it is a subject that needs to be taught in every fraternity of human living. And because it's almost indispensable in our daily lives. And we need forgiveness day in and day out because of how we are as human beings or the default states of the human nature. And when you look at the flip side of forgiveness, that's unforgiveness, you see that when you go down the line of history, unforgiveness has really cost us a lot of things. You see that there are a lot of people who have um, long-standing hatred with one another. And when you delve into these matters, you realize that maybe the issue started from maybe two people who had um, a simple misunderstanding and then it has been passed down from one generation to another and because of that generations that have come maybe about hundreds of generations or even thousands of generations who have come after them are still holding on on to this long-standing hatred because they inherited this hatred from maybe their great 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 grandparents and even though they might not know the root cause of what the misunderstanding was, they just hold on to the tradition and then pass it down to their children. And I believe this is not a good thing. And then you could have a long-standing vendetta between maybe families, and sometimes even among cities and even in nations. So you see nations having um, some quarrels with other nations, and it could be from an act of unforgiveness or maybe a simple understand that could have easily been sorted out with the two parties coming together and then sitting down and then, then breathing over the matter. But because one, one of the parties or both parties decided not to um, respect themselves and then just weave off the matter, it leads on to long-standing vendetta and also strives. So when you look at some pertinent issues that the world is battling with, such as racism and um, upheavals, when you come to Africa, or let me say for Ghana to be specific, you have some tribal wars. Some of these things are, let me say, they are open secrets. Yes, especially with the tribal wars. Uh, so you see one person from one tribe, maybe from Shanti and then another person, Vega. And on the surface, you would really think that everything is okay, but deep down, you know that there are issues here and there. It's more of like an open secret. Well, let me see between Ashantis and let's say people from the north, respectfully, yes. It tends to create some sort of hitches in our lifestyle. And tonight, we want to pray that by the help of the Holy Spirit to be able to address these matters and also help live lives that are pleasing to God. Yes, because um, as I stated, when you look at the flip side of forgiveness, which is unforgiveness, you see that it really costs us a lot of things. It, 
it has cost us many lives in the past it cost us a lot of resources when you look at the consequences and the repercussions they are very dire and it is one thing that you would not want to go down to the wire with and we are praying that anytime you have an issue with someone and you have the opportunity to forgive it is best that you go along that line because the consequences and repercussions of unforgiveness are very severe yes and one of the or some of the reasons why we need to consider uh, forgiveness in our lives is not just about the repercussions that you can face from unforgiveness like there are some of the issues that you are facing like some of the wars that we've had in the past we as a result of unforgiveness especially when you look at the history of the world war one which claimed many lives I think when you look at the statistics, they said it claimed about 9 million lives. That is for the military side, yeah. About or over 9 million lives were lost from the World War One, And it began as a result of um, an act of unforgiveness. It began from the assassination of one heir of the Austrian Empire. Yes, I don't want to bore us with the history, but... We can go ahead and then read about the beginning of the World War One and how it proceeded. Yes, but one reason why we need forgiveness is our, in our lives is that um, the human nature is not perfect. As human beings, we are fallible. When you read um, Numbers chapter twenty-three, verse nineteen, Bible said that God is not a man that he should lie nor the son of man that he should repent. And judging from this very scripture, looking at the first um, statement, it says that God is not a man that he should lie. So it makes us understand that the very essence or the very nature of man, in its simplest or default state, is prone to lies. Or the default state of man makes him or gives him the ability to lie. Because the scripture says that God is not a man that he should lie. So that means men or lying is part and then parcel of the lives of men. And if you want to be very technical, I want to talk about the natural man. The natural man is the man that you are talking about. When you read from the book of Romans, Paul was able to um, categorize men according to um, three um facets so he gave us who we call the natural man who we call canal men and then who we call spiritual man so when we talk about the man that is the police state after adam had um, disobeyed or adam and eve had disobeyed god yes that natural man in a sense is fallible that is he comes with flaws and one of the flaws of that man is that he is a liar by nature, yes. So this is one of the reasons why we need forgiveness because as long as we are living in this human flesh and once we are not, or we have not been saved and then renewed our minds by Jesus Christ or by the power of the Holy Spirit, that natural man lives in a state of sin and then would require um, believers or it would behove on us as believers to 
know and understand that this is how the natural man lives and then we would have to gain um, ascendancy in our ability to forgive others because the natural man has or comes with flaws and because of that mistakes are definitely going to be inevitable in our lives so this is the more reason why we need forgiveness in our lives because the human nature is not perfect but the natural man comes with flaws so that means we should be expecting mistakes from us day in and day out as long as we are in the world even though we know that we are not of the world we being in the world and we interacting with our fellow human beings we are definitely going to interact with men who have who are not christians and even men let me say natural men and these natural men come with flaws and that should give us um well, it behoves on us to have that necessity of having that heart to always forgive because human beings are not perfect. And even with Christians, um, even this subject also is um, quite debatable whether it's, we have the ability to gain perfection um, after we have been saved, yes. Because the Bible instructs us that we should be perfect as our Father in heaven is also perfect, yes. But um, some theories or some theologians say that perfection in this human body to some extent is not possible. I just also believe that it is possible, yes. Um, but that is also another topic for another day and we'll see um, how that goes. So I believe forgiveness is very, very important and it's quite expedient that we study this um, topic. And actually, it's one of the topics that I really found um, difficult to actually comprehend. Um, not necessarily about the topic of forgiveness, but the part of um, forgiveness that says that um, God is able to forgive us of our sins and also forget about the sins. It was a part that I really found difficult to understand because I know of a surety that God actually can forgive us of our sins. But coming to understand and also believe that God can actually forget of our sins was um, a bit of a challenge for me because um, from my perspective, yeah, judging from my perspective and looking at who God is and the attributes and the abilities that God possesses as the omnipotent, the omniscient, and all the accolades. And the Bible um, making us understand that God doesn't only have the ability to forgive, but aside of forgiving us, He also has the ability to forget of our senses. Quite um, fascinating, and I really um, found it difficult to understand that, but. That is the scripture for you. And Bible said that the Lord has exalted his word above his name. And the scripture is one of the immutable things that um, God's word unto himself. Yes. So God and his word or God can never go against his word. If it is actually in his word, then that means that God can actually do it. So God can actually forgive and also forget of our sins. We will delve much into that as we proceed in the series. All right, so I want us to define the word forgiveness. When we say forgiveness, what does it actually mean? I know um, most of us have 
our own thoughts and our own theories about the word forgiveness but these are some of the um, definitions I was able to sample and then I would like us to go through them and then we also look at how the Bible defines um, forgiveness for us okay so the first definition I found of forgiveness was forgiveness in a psychological sense is the intentional and voluntary process by which we may initially feel victimized and that cause a change in feelings and attitude regarding a given offense and overcomes negative emotions such as resentment and vengeance however justified it may be i want to take it again so forgiveness in a psychological sense is the intentional and voluntary process so i want us to take note of certain um, keywords the first one is intentional and also voluntary process so forgiveness is one unintentional and then two is a voluntary process by which one who may initially feel victimized undergoes a change in feeling and attitude regarding a given offense and overcomes negative emotions such as resentment and vengeance however justified it may be and I believe this is um, quite a good definition for forgiveness. It's able to capture a lot of um, a lot of terms that help us to understand the word forgiveness. Yes. So the first word I want us to look at is that forgiveness is first of all it is intentional. It is something that you need to, um, or it's a decision that you need to make intentionally, and also it is a voluntary process as well. And it is taken by a person who feels victimized. So let's say something happens or an issue happens and one person feels that he was hurt by the other and he needs to forgive the person. If you want to forgive the person, according to this definition, what you are trying to say is that first of all, you need to make an intentional and then voluntary process. Yes. And then you also need to undergo a change in feelings. So one of the emotions that you feel is that you may feel hurt by the person, you might feel pain. And if you are willing to forgive, according to this definition, one of the things that you are supposed to do is that there must be um, a change in the feelings that you are having and also in your attitude regarding the giving offense. So let's say the person stepped on your toes and then you felt or you are feeling hurt by the person. If you want to forgive that person, you need to take first of all an intentional and then a voluntary or go through an intentional and a voluntary process and also undergo a change in feeling so that you don't feel that hurt or pain again. Because let's say, um, for instance, if someone steps on your toe, um, at that instance, you might feel that um, pain or you might feel hurt. But as time goes on, it is up to you to lay off that pain or let go of that pain because after the person um the person who hurts you or the person who stepped on your toe takes off his or her leg the pain would subside within some few minutes but you can continue to feel that pain in your heart if you are willing to hold on onto that emotion so it is always up to you to hold on to that emotion or to let go but if you are willing to forgive then that means that you have to undergo a change in feelings and that means you have to let go of 
that feeling or that emotion of pain. And also you have to overcome negative emotions such as resentment and then vengeance, yes. So after you have been hit by someone or someone mistakenly um, offends you, it's up to you to overcome those negative emotions such as resentment and then vengeance. And vengeance is one of the, let me see, key emotions that a lot of us see as the solution to someone who has hurt us. So if someone hurts you, one of the logical things and that we think or the wisdom of the world is going to give us is that you are supposed to um, revenge or act in vengeance. That's more of like an eye for an eye, yes. But you try and then go through all that. So that is for the first definition. Forgiveness, first of all, it is an intentional and then a voluntary process. And then the person who feels victimized needs to undergo a change in feelings and then attitude regarding the offense. And also you have to overcome negative emotions such as resentment or bitterness and then vengeance, however justified it may be. And this point is very important. The last point I'm saying that however justified it may be. So it doesn't matter whatever you think um, the person did. Um, whether you, you are justified that you need to continue feeling the pain or you need to um, revenge the person. No matter how justified you think your acts or your feelings may be, if you are willing to forgive, then you need to overcome all these negative emotions and then wave off what the person did to you. And this is quite a difficult task for a lot of us. We are trusting that by the end of this series, the Lord will grant us the grace to actually act and become like him in terms of his ability to forgive. Okay. So I also want us to um, consider another definition that I saw um, about forgiveness. And they define forgiveness as a conscious, deliberate decision to release feelings of resentment or vengeance toward a person or a group who has harmed you, regardless of whether they actually deserve your forgiveness. I take it again. So it's a conscious, deliberate decision to release feelings of resentment or vengeance toward a person or a group who has harmed you, regardless of whether they actually deserve your forgiveness or not. Yes. So this one is quite similar to the first one I just read. So the first one said it's an intentional and then voluntary process. And this one says this is a conscious and deliberate decision to release feelings of resentment and vengeance so when it comes to forgiveness the place for vengeance and resentment or there's no place allocated for vengeance and the resentment if we are really willing to forgive ourselves so it's a decision to release the feelings of vengeance and resentment toward a person or a group who has harmed you regardless of whether they actually deserve your forgiveness so before you forgive a person it doesn't matter whether the person actually deserves it or not you ought to forgive that person and in subsequent series we will get to understand why we have to forgive others when we look at um, the prayer that jesus christ taught his disciples he um, he said that um, 
we should the lord forgive us of our trespasses even as we forgive those who have also trespassed against us he went on to say that if we do not forgive others of our trespasses the lord is not also going to forgive us so we will delve much deeper into that so in the first place we need forgiveness in ourselves that is why we ought to also forgive others regardless of whether they actually deserve the forgiveness or not so somebody can intentionally look into your eyes and then do something to hurt you and you can all see that this act was um, a premeditated or a preconceived act but if we are willing to forgive regardless of whether they deserve it or not we are actually being admonished to forgive ourselves okay also when you look up the definition of um, forgiveness in the dictionary it's i found some words and according to the mariam webster dictionary said that it means to cease to feel resentment against an offender or to pardon a person yes or to give up resentment or claim a requital i think maybe the lawyers in our midst would help us with that word or to grant relief from the payment of debts yes so they are basically saying the same thing so when you pardon a person it means you're forgiving the person or when you cease to feel resentment against the person when you grant relief of payments of a person yeah so these definitions um, really delve or help us to understand what uh, forgiveness actually is but I want to look at what the Bible says about forgiveness. So we will look or we'll move straight into the scriptures. And I want us to read from the book of Genesis chapter 50 verse 17. Genesis chapter 50 verse 17. This was the first time the word forgive actually appears in the Bible. So Genesis chapter 50 verse 17 i read so this was um the brothers of joseph speaking and he said so shall ye say unto joseph forgive i pray thee now the trespass of thy brethren and their sin for they did unto thee evil and now we pray thee forgive the trespass of the servants of god of thy father and Joseph wept when they speak unto him. So this is, as I stated earlier on, a message that the brothers of Joseph sent to him after their father had died. And it was a message of um, forgiveness. And their father was trying to tell Joseph that he should forgive Joseph. He should forgive his brothers of all the evil that he did to him. And I believe most of us are quite, uh, I presuppose that most of us know the story of Joseph. And if you have carefully been following our um, podcast series, I believe um, Joseph has been one of the key mentions in most of our series. Yes. And yeah, so these are some of the last words that Jacob gave to Joseph before he died. And he was telling him that he should forgive his brothers. So when we look at the meaning of that word forgive there, um, in the context of the Hebrew, um, the word there is nasa nasa. Yes, 
that is the Hebrew word NASA NASA and this is not um, the NASA that we know that go to space yes yeah but when I look at the meaning of that Hebrew word it means or it has several meanings the first one is that it means to lift it means to bear up it means to carry it means to take to support to sustain endure desire long bear continuously and a whole lot yes so according to scripture when you say you or what it means to forgive is that first of all you need to lift you need to bear up you need to carry you need to take you need support you need to sustain you need to endure so one aspect of forgiveness is endurance you need endurance in order to forgive you need to desire long you need to bear continuously so it can be that there can be certain things that you need to bear continuously maybe the cause of what is going to hurt you might be there for a long time and if you really are willing to forgive then that means you need to bear continuously with what actually hurt you when you look at the circumstance of joseph for instance his brothers were going to live with him for the rest of their stay in egypt and i'm sure he was constantly going to have flashes of what his brothers did to him after they lied to his father that um, he had been killed by a wild beast they threw him into a pit and after that they sold him off into slavery and it's 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 very very painful it, it didn't come from strangers if it came from strangers it would have been a different ballgame but this was actually his blood brothers who were actually doing this um, evil thing onto him and he was going to live with them for the rest of his life in Egypt so if Joseph actually wanted to forgive then according to the meaning of forgiveness it means you there was there are certain time that you need to bear continuously with the cause of the pain because he was he was going to see his brothers every day and he was always going to be reminded of the things that they did to him but he chose the path of forgiveness it, it was one of the messages that his father actually gave to him yes so that is one aspect of forgiveness and that was the first mention of forgive or the word forgive in the bible okay so we want to look at the next meaning of forgiveness and we'll take that from the book of leviticus chapter 4 verse 20 book of leviticus chapter 4 verse 20 I read, it says, and he shall do with the bullock as he did with the bullock for a sin offering. So shall he do with this, and the priest shall make an atonement for them, and it shall be forgiven them. Okay, I want to take it again. So it says, and he shall do with the bullock as he did with the bullock for sin offering. So shall he do with this. And the priest shall make an atonement for them, and it shall be given for them. When you look at the meaning of that word, of the word forgiveness, there, it's quite different from the first one that we read. And the meaning or the Hebrew rendition is salak. It's spelled S-A-L-A-C-H, salak. And it basically means to pardon. It basically means to pardon, yes. So that is another aspect of forgiveness. When it comes to forgiveness, the is this um, dimension that 
um, makes us uh, or causes us to pardon the sins of the person that has caused an offense unto us. Yes. Because when we read Leviticus chapter 5, verse 10, we find the same rendition of the Hebrew word there with the same meaning. So Leviticus chapter 5, verse 10 also says, And he shall offer the second for a burnt offering according to the according to the manner and the priest shall make an atonement for him for his sins which he has sent and it shall be forgiven him or when you replace the word forgiven there with the actual meaning it means and it shall be pardoned him yes so that is another rendition or another meaning of the word forgive then we move on to the third um, meaning of forgiveness also in the hebrew rendition and we would find that in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 21, verse 8. The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 21, verse 8. And I read, it says, Be merciful, O Lord, unto thy people, Israel, whom thou hast redeemed, and lay not innocent blood unto thy people of Israel's charge, and the blood shall be forgiven them. I take it again. Be merciful, O Lord, unto thy people Israel, whom thou hast redeemed, and lay not innocent blood unto thy people of Israel's charge, and the blood shall be forgiven them. So when you look at the meaning of the word forgiven, the, the Hebrew rendition is kafar, kafar, if I'm pronouncing it right. Um, I think the theologians can help me with the pronunciation. Yes, it's spelled as K-A-P-H-E-R. And it also has several meanings. The first one is that it means to cover. The second one means to purge. And it also means to make an atonement, to make a reconciliation, to pacify, to propitiate. So the word forgiveness in the context of the Hebrew rendition has a lot of meanings. And all to some extent, all of these meanings have to be met before you can actually say that you are forgiving a person. And then in the subsequent series also, we will try and then look at how um, the sacrificial death of Christ was able to cover all these meanings to make out, um, well, let me see, how the forgiveness that God gave to mankind had all these dimensions in them. So there was a point where the blood of Jesus Christ or his sacrificial death covered for our sins and it also made an atonement for us. It made reconciliation for us. It was also a means to pacify God because the relationship that God had with us as sinners, yes, it was the blood that was able to pacify God himself and also Jesus Christ. The Bible says it was made as a propitiation for us. And then to some extent, there was a pardon and so we look at how the death of Christ was able to cover all the dimensions of forgiveness in our lives as believers. Okay, so that is for the Hebrew rendition. So from only the Hebrew rendition, according to my study, I was able to find three words from the Hebrew rendition, three different words that all point to forgiveness or to forgive. Yes, maybe there might be more and... Um, if the Lord grant us grace, we'll be able to look at them. Then I also want to look at the Greek 
rendition as well and this is mostly found in the new testament so the, the first three words that i spoke of are found in the old testament yes the nasa nasa the salak and then the kafa yes those are found in the old testament and those are the hebrew rendition we want to look at the new testament and which was mostly written in greek yes so um, i want us to read this scripture in matthew matthew chapter 6 verse 12 Matthew chapter 6 verse 12 okay Matthew chapter 6 verse 12 it says and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and when you look at the greek meaning or the greek rendition the the word is aphemi aphemi is spelled as a p h i e m i and the meaning of the word it has several meanings and some of them are or it means to send away to yield up to aspire to let go to let alone to disregard to neglect to give up to allow to permit and the whole lot yes so just one word forgive it has several meanings so when you actually say that you are forgiving something uh, forgiveness to some extent is quite difficult because according to its original meaning and then context it has a lot of requirements that have to be met before you can actually say to yourself that you are forgiving a person goes from what we are reading here when you say you are forgiving someone that means um you are you are willing to let the offense that a person did to you expire you are willing to let go of that offense you are willing to disregard to neglect to allow and then permit and the whole lot so forgiveness in itself it's not an easy task that is why we need the help of the lord to actually help us develop this um virtue that is going to really help us in our lives yes so i uh, quickly for the sake of our time i want us to end here for this first episode this is just the introduction and then we'll be delving much deeper into it and then we'll look at a whole lot of stuffs so that we we'll get better understanding of forgiveness and then how we'll be able to apply it in our lives but before we end this session i want us to ponder over the scripture in the course of this week i stated early on that um forgiveness or when you look into the new testament one of the commandments that Jesus Christ gave to us was that we should forgive others even as Or we should or we when we are praying we should, we should say that forgive us of our sins as we forgive those who sin against us and he also went on to charge us that if we do not forgive others of their sins then our sins will also not be forgiven of us so i want us to ponder over this scripture before we end the session for today and this scripture is in Ephesians chapter 4 verse 32 Ephesians chapter 4 verse 32 These were the words of Apostle Paul, and he says, "And be kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you." I take it again. And be kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. So this is the scripture that I want us to ponder over in the course of the weekend. We would like to, I would like to pause here for now and then we will continue 
next week with our series. All right. So surely I want us to um, enter into a moment of prayer and I want us to commit ourselves unto God and then ask that the Lord will grant us that grace and that ability to overlook the offenses and the sins of others that is that are going to be done against us. And it should grant us that ability by the help of the Holy Spirit to overlook these things in our life and also have that ability to forgive others because it is not easy to actually forgive others of their sins. Sometimes when you look at the depth of the offenses that will come against you, it's quite a challenge. But we are praying and asking God that the Lord himself will grant us that grace through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. He grant us that tender heart as posted in the scripture. He grant us that tender heart and grant us the ability to be kind to one another so that we'll be able to forgive one another just as God for Christ's sake also forgive us. One of the definitions that I read that said that we, we should be able to forgive regardless of the offense that has been done against us. We are praying that God will give us that ability to just neglect the offenses that have always been done against us and then have his nature which is always merciful and willing to forgive when i pray and come against long-standing hatred that we have inherited from generations from our parents from our grandparents great-grandparents and a whole lot of vendettas some cryber wars and upheavals when i pray that the lord will grant us by the renewing of our minds to neglect all these things and live in the newness of Christ and the life that God has given unto us. And so Father, we thank you for this evening. We thank you for your grace unto us. We ask that you grant us the ability to be not only hearers of your word, deceiving ourselves, but to be listeners. Because we know that the blessings always come when we do your word. We thank you for an answer prayer. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray it. Amen. Thank you very much for your audience. Have a wonderful evening. Thank you very much. God bless you so much for joining us every week. Keep inviting your friends. We appreciate your presence on all the podcast platforms and on the Telegram channel. See you next week. And remember to give God your best and to make sure that you owe no man nothing this day and forevermore. But love. See you next week. And bye-bye.